Get ready to cash. Welcome back to the Win Daily podcast for the day slate today on May 26, 2019. I am Scott Engel here at Win Daily along with Mark Paquette. I am the king. I am fantasy. Mark is the master of all that DFS weather and DFS as well. He's a very good DFS player. Uh, Mark, let's start with today's weather report. Uh, I know there's some very usual activity in California for this time of the month. Yeah, I mean, we just saw what a headache weather can be out west in California for parks that, A, generally aren't equipped for it, and B, just the, the grounds crew doesn't know how to handle it. And we're going to have three issues today in San Francisco and in Oakland and then in Anaheim. All three have the potential to see some rain. It's not like it's a solid blob of rain. It will be showers and thunderstorms that pop up. But like I said, look what happened a few days ago in Anaheim when a kind of a random thunder shower went right over the area, dropped a ton of rain, and then the field wasn't playable, even though it was dry for well before the game and all through the game. So it's something to watch as we go through the day. Yeah, I'll, I will actually be at uh, Mets Tigers today, and uh, there's a possibility of some scattered showers there as well. Yeah, the Northeast in general will see some. The Mets I have is one of my lowest risks for the day, uh, but further to the West, Pittsburgh and Cleveland have a little bit more potential, and then Washington to the South a little bit has more potential. You should stay dry at City Field. Um, but there will be a few showers around, so I wouldn't be shocked for uh, a rain shower. But I don't see it being a major impact in City Field. The me- the one that mentioned I mentioned out of all of those, Pittsburgh is the most likely to see a problem. All right, let's uh, let's start with the Tigers and the Mets today, 1:10 p.m. Eastern against at City Field. Zach Wheeler against. Uh, Against Spencer Turnbull. Turnbull is a very interesting start when you talk about that depleted Mets lineup. Uh, he's only 6,900 on DraftKings, so he can save you some money there. Wheeler's only 8,600. Uh, he's been good against mostly everybody this year except for Washington, and he was better against them his last time out. And he's only 8,600, so you, you could you could look at at both pitchers in this game. In fact. Uh, you know, if you want to use Wheeler with Turnbull, and uh, if you're rolling out multiple lineups, I don't blame you. Yeah, I mean, City Field's a great place for pitchers, so going with both uh, pitchers is not a bad idea. Um, yeah, you mentioned Turnbull. He was been better earlier in the year than later, but yeah, you're going against uh, a depleted Mets lineup that generally will handle lefties better than righties because both the Davis brothers, well, they're not brothers, obviously, but same last name, uh, our, our right-handed bats in, in tend to hit lefties better. And a lot of the, the Mets players are now right-handed that are playing. So, yeah, Turnbull's not a bad option there. And on the other side, Wheeler, as you said, besides his first two starts and his starts against the Nationals, he's been very good. And I think a lot of DFS, DFS, also DFS players out there have been picking on the Tigers lineup and making some money. So why not go back to that well? Actually, there's been more offense in this series uh, than we've been expected. So, uh, you might these might be more tournament plays in cash with the way this series has been going so far. San Diego is at Toronto, another game where you would love pitching. Uh, the, the the Blue Jays are 27th in team batting. Uh, the Padres are 23rd. Chris Paddock is looking chalk today at 10,400 on DraftKings. 
you consider Marcus Stroman at 7,400, but I don't know you're going to get a lot of strikeouts because that's just not his game. So if anything, the one guy I would want here is Paddock. 10,400 isn't over 11,000. You know he gets the strikeouts, and you like the matchup. Yeah, um, that's all well said. I will be a little bit contrarian here, and I like from the other side against Paddock, Justin Smoke. He's starting to swing the bat really good. His better side is from the left-hand side, and he'll get a, a few cuts against Paddock. Um, it's all about whether he can make contact about Paddock's good stuff. But GPP player for a bat there on both FanDuel and DraftKings for me. So you like Paddock, but also you smoke in that game. So if he if he wins 4-2, it'll be a two-run home run by smoke? Well, let's hope it was a – oh, if he wins 4-2. I was going to say, well, if he lost 4-2, let's hope it's a grand slam. But, yeah, two-run homer by smoke, Paddock wins 4-2. I like that. All right, Tampa Bay's at Cleveland. You got Ryan Stanek as the spot star, bullpen starter against Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer's 9,800. Uh, you really like Bauer today. You talk a lot about it on your pitching column on uh, Win Daily today. Make sure you check that out. And you also like him as a monkey knife fight pick. Yeah, he's a interesting character to begin with, but today he's a very interesting pitcher. He was obviously coming into the season, one of the best pitchers in the American League, but he hasn't quite lived up to the, that billing, especially his last two starts. And he's been pretty vocal in his struggles with his command for his slider and changeup. And he has said that he is working on those, has continued to work on those in the, the, the between starts, and he's expecting that to come around very shortly. So... If you want a GPP target and you spend up, I think Bauer is the way to go because he has about as much potential as anyone not named Justin Verlander on this slate. So, and the Rays, I mean, they're a good team. They're a scrappy team, but they don't score a ton of runs. And Cleveland is a pretty good pitcher's park. So, yeah, I like Bauer all around. I just don't love his price. So, it has come down. I know it's under 10K on FanDuel. I think it's a little bit over that on DraftKings, though. Yeah, I'm going to veer away from Bauer today. Uh, he's been very bumpy lately, and I'm not going to attack this Tampa Bay lineup at all. Uh, it got to the point where he had two seven-run starts in three outings. I was starting to wonder if he was hurt. Uh, Miami's in Washington today. Caleb Smith for 9,700 uh, against a Nationals team that's among the, bet, but the most prolific in striking out. Against Eric Fetty on the other side, who makes his second turn. Uh Anybody who goes against the Marlins, if you're going to roll out multiple lineups, you should throw Fetty in there as a tournament play. Uh, Caleb Caleb Smith is well worth the price. Uh, if anything, I'm sticking with the pitching a little bit here, but you know, maybe you never know with Fetty. You know, maybe you may want to stick a Marlins bat here or two. Uh, it really doesn't concern with splits as much as it is the quality of the player. So I'm looking at Jorge Alfaro, uh, $3,700 on DraftKings. That seems like a bargain. I also like Curtis Granderson on uh, batting leadoff against right-handed uh, pitchers. So uh, he'll get at least three and four bats, probably even maybe more. Um, yeah, so we can – I think we can try to get some bargains from the Marlins side if you really want to pay up for some uh, quality arms. Um, you mentioned Caleb Smith. There's very little to not like about him. Uh, he was one of my write-ups in the article that you mentioned before. He's coming off his worst start of the year. Do you want to hear what his worst start of the year looks like? It's five innings pitched with three hits, 
seven strikeouts and two earned runs. That's his worst start of the oh, year. Oh, awful. Yeah. It, yeah. And it's, this guy is a quality major league pitcher on a team that is should be, I don't know, somewhere else. And this guy's you you consider rostering him every time he starts. Okay, let's move on to Los Angeles and Pittsburgh. The funnily Chris Archer uh, is only 6,300, but I don't think you like him against this Dodgers lineup, whereas uh, the Pirates are definitely a team to attack. You'll concede some offense to Josh Bell. McKenna Maeda has been pitching really well this year. $9,500, one of the top plays on the board. On the other side, you know, maybe uh, you even want to consider a Dodgers stack in, in one of your lineups here against Archer. Uh, Bellinger's 5,700, but he's worth it. Uh, Max Muncy is in the lineup. I like him at 4,600, too. And maybe even take a flyer on Corey Seager at 3,900 to see if he does something. Um, Maeda, I'm not going to use. The Pirates at home, for whatever reason, are really sticklers. I mean, they took one of the best pitchers in all of baseball through last night, and he didn't have a bad game, but he wasn't lights out like he had been against everyone else. So, I'm not using Maeda. The, the Dodgers bats, like you said, are interesting. I.e., Jock Peterson, if he bats leadoff, is in, very appealing. But he has, I think he's dealing with an injury issue. So uh, the rookie, Beatty, has been batting leadoff against right-handers, or in the lineup at least. Again, if you're looking to spend up on uh, some arms, that may be a bat to really save some money on because he's basically minimum priced on FanDuel. The Red Sox are at the Astros. Uh, it is Eduardo Rodriguez. He being very disappointed against Justin Verlander, who's not exactly chalked today going against the Red Sox, although they are not as good as they were last year. But worth the 11200 against any opponent with the kind of numbers he's putting up lately. Eduardo Rodriguez, uh, it's, it's less attractive to run the Astros stack without Springer, but I think you have to do it. You can, you have uh, Bregman at 4,600, Carlos Correa at, at uh, 4,500. He's he's somebody else I like. Jake, I even take Jake Marisnik, uh at uh, at 4,200. Uh, save somebody catcher with at, with Robinson Chirinos at at 3,800. Uh, I'm okay with running an Astros stack today against Rodriguez, who just hasn't lived up to the expectations. Use right-handed bats against Erod, and, and it, it generally pays off. So you mentioned that the ones to target that are cheaper, the Chirinos, the Marisniks of the world. And then if you have any money left over, you look for Bregman and Korea. Yeah, Verlander, speaking of hot pitchers, he has put up some spectacular stats his last three days. His starts, excuse me. In 22 total innings, he's given up four hits, Scott. Four hits. In 22 innings in his last three starts, two of them were solo home runs, but he's also in that time period struck out 29 batters in 22 innings with four hits allowed. Just incredible stats. All right, let's move on to Philadelphia, Milwaukee. This is a game that you might want to avoid for a few reasons here. Zach Eflin is a guy that I like a lot at 7,900. It would surprise me to see him get a good start here. Uh, even if it's in a hitter's park and Brandon Woodruff going against that lineup. I don't know. This game could go either way. You could get a good performance out of Woodruff or the Phillies could go off. I'm probably going to avoid this game for DFS purposes. Yeah, both pitchers have intrigue. The problem that I have with using them is it's warm in Milwaukee. 
the roof will be open. And as we saw yesterday, even though there wasn't a ton of runs scored, there were a lot of solo homers. So if it's warm and the roof and the sides are open at Noah Park, the ball carries very well. So if you get some runners on base and you start hitting some home runs, some some runs are going to get put up. But on the other side, like you said, both pitchers are pretty darn good. So, yeah, this is kind of a crapshoot game for me. All right. The uh, White Sox are at the Twins. Dylan Colby against Jake Odorizzi. Uh, Odorizzi is always capable of a good start. Uh, but at some point, the luck's going to run out. But, uh, hey, at 8,200, you got to take a chance if you're going to roll up multiple lineups. And uh, definitely like stacking some White Sox against uh, Dylan Colby. Max Kepler, 5,200 on DraftKings. Uh, Jason Castro is 4,400. I think I can find cheaper catchers than him, though. Jorge Polanco will be worth the 5,400. Uh, Eddie Rosario also worth the 5,400. And not even worried that worried about splits. Uh, you know, Williams Astadio, if he's in the lineup, I'll take him at 3,800. And, and Jonathan Scope at, at uh, 4,900. Those are all Twins targets for me. Yeah, every single Twins bat is in play for me. They're the best offensive team in baseball right now. Um, you just kind of use as many as you can and, and see who goes, comes through. As you said, splits really don't matter. And if splits don't matter, you CJ Crone, who is only 3,900 on FanDuel, who's just red hot. Miguel Sano coming off three homers in two days at 4,000. Yeah, you're paying up. On the other side, though, I like Odorizzi a lot. And I like Odorizzi for two reasons. He's really good at home, and he's really good against right-handed batters. Yes, the White Sox may have five lefties in their lineup, but a lot are going to be uh, switch hitters like Garcia leading off and uh, Moncada and others. Um, they don't – I mean, besides Moncada, that White Sox lineup doesn't scare me, especially with Abreu and Jimenez being right-handed batters who Odorizzi should really neutralize. The Yankees are in Kansas City. Domingo Germano's looking like chalk at 10,100. And uh, Yankees stack definitely in play against Danny Duffy. Uh, Gleyber Torres has been great on the road this year. He's worth the $5,000. Gary Sanchez is worth the $5,200 in some of your lineups uh, as well. Uh, DJ LeMayu is only $4,200. Uh, you can even consider Giovanni Ursula at $3,800 as well. And uh, Kendrick Morales, if he's in the lineup, he's a punt at only $2,800. Jeez, I forgot it was going to be... Gary Sanchez chalk day against a lefty. Uh, yeah, it's it's hard not to like the Yankees. Uh, however, Duffy has been not good. I'm not going to say good, but he has been serviceable. He has, let's see, on FanDuel, his last four starts all in May at 37, 39, 27, and 40 FanDuel points with at least five innings in each start and no more than four earned runs in each start, and he's won his last three. So he hasn't been blown up, but he hasn't been Cy Young either. So I don't know what to make of the Yankee bats in this game. Yeah, well, I'm going to th- I'm gonna throw out at least one Yankee stack today. Cincinnati and Chicago, Tanner Roark goes against Jose Quintana. Pretty good matchup at home for Quintana. Uh, on the other side, you never know what you're going to get with Roark here, so... Katana might be the only one that I consider here. The only saving grace for uh, Roark is that the wind will be blowing in from right, and it isn't 
as warm as it was uh, the last few days. So, yeah, I, again, I wasn't really looking at this being too much, but I, I, I agree with you. Quintana's coming off a really good start against a, a pretty good-hitting Phillies team, so he could be in line for a good start here. As for the Cubs bats, I think I'd only look for, like, Anthony Rizzo or Kyle Schwarber, who are both hitting at the top of the order and are both pretty hot. Uh, Baez is ice cold right now. Bryant, since he had that ridiculous hot streak, including three homers last Sunday, hasn't been anything to speak of. So I'd maybe look from the left-hand side of the the plate there for Cubs bats. Baltimore is at Coors Field. Uh, which against David Hess, you definitely want to run a Rocky stack today. Spend up for for, for Trevor Story, uh, especially today. And uh, I, I think uh, German Marquez, you know, gets that lineup. Uh, you, you never know which way that's going to go. But I'm definitely running a Rocky stack here. Uh, I, I would probably say, you know, they got to be the top stack of the day, whereas I like the Twins and the Yankees next. Yeah, weather is supporting offense. It's going to be in the 70s, a day game. Wind blowing out to left about 15 miles per hour. David Hess is home run prone. The Orioles have the worst bullpen in all of baseball. Screens that the Rockies are in a smash spot and should do very well. Um, You mentioned Trevor Story. I like him a lot. We'll have to just see who's in the lineup. Uh, They've been alternating Brandon Rogers and Ryan McMahon at second base. One of those, whoever plays, I like because you're going to have to try to save some uh, money. Blackman has an injury, so look for maybe Tapia to be in the lineup. I, I think you've got to find some Rockies that are going to be in the lineup that aren't ridiculously expensive like Arenado and Story, though. Arizona and San Francisco, you could also consider a Diamondback stack uh, with the pitcher today. Luke Weaver is definitely worth the 10400 against San Francisco, who is throwing Sean Anderson out there to start the game. Yeah, I should mention on FanDuel, uh, those, these games mentioned here, uh, starting with Colorado and then the California games, are not on the main slate, uh, but they are on the all-day slate. Um, yeah, another aspect we got to keep an eye on the weather, like we talked about. And Luke Weaver is great on the road, so I like your uh, call of Luke Weaver, Luke Weaver there. Texas is uh, at Los Angeles Angels. Ariel Harado against Andrew Heaney is finally making his first start of the year. Uh, I wouldn't use Heaney, but I wouldn't go against him either. I want to see how he looks. Uh, Ariel Harado, I you know may consider getting a. You know, a Rangers bat or two in there. Mike Trout, fifty-seven hundred to bounce back from a, a start, a bad start yesterday. Uh, Mike Trout's always in play against a mediocre pitcher. Yeah, I mean, Trout is probably in play against any pitcher in all of baseball. But um, yeah, I'm probably not going to target Haney. He's probably going to be on a, a pitch limit. But again, I'm not picking on him. Just like what you said, um, Texas is generally a better team against righties than lefties, so that's what, what another reason why I'm not going to go there. In terms of Angels bats, yeah, maybe you start looking to uh, other people than Trout, like Lestella or Otani if they're in there. Seattle at, is at Oakland. Uh, Mike Leak is somebody that people will chalky stack up against. Uh, some of the bats that you might might consider, uh, you know, from this lineup are Matt Olson, 4,600. Jerks and Profar has just been mashing, uh, mashing lefties, but he doesn't get a lefty today. So uh, less confident about him. 
at four thousand dollars. But I do like Olson. Robbie Grossman is a switch hitter, but uh, I never really want him in my lineup. Uh, this, the problem with Leak is that whenever you stack against him, he, he has a good uh, outing. He's very unpredictable. Then you got Brett Anderson, who uh, not somebody I want to stack against either. So this game is something of an unavoid for me. A quick and but though rather funny story. Whenever I'm looking up splits for Robbie Grossman, I never remember his first name and just automatically type in Rex Grossman. And I'm like, why am I looking at a Bears quarterback? They, they're, but they're both mediocre. You know, yeah, play well for short spurts. Right, and you don't want to roster them on your fantasy team, so they all have that in common. Yeah, I mean, again, this is a game that the Oakland Coliseum is famous for their bad handling of uh, water. So we got to be careful here, make sure that there's no rain or water on the field and that, that they're able to play this game. All right, so to summarize, for today my favorite stacks are the are – the, uh, excuse me, my favorite stacks for today are the Rockies, the Twins, and the Yankees. Uh, your favorite three pitchers? Mine are Odorizzi, Bauer, and Van- Verlander, and probably in that in that order, where Odorizzi will be my cash pitcher to, so I could afford some bats. Though I do think Verlander and Bauer, especially Verlander, have a very good chance of pitching some gems. And Bauer will be really low owned because of his struggles. So if you're entering a GPP and you want differentiation from the pack, I would go Bauer. All right. Thanks for listening to the Wind Daily Podcast for today, May 26, 2019. For tomorrow's slate, it'll be Mark and DFS Pro and our CEO, Jason Mezrahi. Uh, make sure you get the Wind Daily book. It's uh, your companion guide to everything that you see here on the site. It's uh, the mindset of how to be uh, become a DFS Pro like Jason Mezrahi. Good luck today in all your tournaments and all your cash games, and we will see you soon here on the Wind Daily podcast.